0: Welcome to VidFriends podcast, Living Life in Love. I'm your host, Mark Braxton from Raleigh, North Carolina. VidFriends is a national vitiligo support community founded by Valerie Mullineau. For information about VidFriends, vitiligo, support groups for youth, teens, and adults, and ways you can support our vitiligo initiative, visit us at www.vidfriends.org. For questions and comments, email us at support at Thank you for tuning in. Today's show is going to be a little bit different than what you're used to. Yes, I am still interviewing a member of the vitiligo community, which is Sharon King from Liddy Ligo. However, you're going to learn more about her story and her interests and things that make her who she is as a person, not just someone living with vitiligo because we are more than just our skin. This is a great, wonderful conversation that we had. Um, We recorded about nine o'clock Monday night and it was great. And that was the first time I've recorded so late in the evening. And we're going to call this one the video because we are talking about everything from vitiligo to movies, cartoons, um, the toy industry, you know, how representation is very important, not just for the adults, but for the kids. So we had a very in-depth conversation. So sit back and enjoy the video between myself and Sharon King. My name is Mark Braxton with living life and love. And tonight we're doing a late night, um, interview. I have Sharon King from Ligo, So we're going to call this the video because we're going to talk about some vitiligo stuff and a few other things. So this is a little different than what I'm used to doing, but I want to go ahead and throw it to Sharon King, tell us. Who is Sharon King besides the Liddy Ligo Sharon King that we all know? So tell us about your vitiligo journey.
1: So, uh, hello, everyone. Uh, my vitiligo journey started um, when I was 11 years old. Um, I It all started with a little spot right by my left eye. Um, and you know I we really didn't mind it like my family, you know my father's from Panama, my mom is from New York north uh, New Jersey um, and you know, they always instilled confidence into me. So when the vitiligo started happening, I didn't even know that they knew what was going on because my father has it, um, but they didn't really want to startle me. So you know, we went to the dermatologist, and, um, you know, they gave us the creams. We did the steroid creams for a while, but it wasn't wasn't really working, and then we went back, and um, when we went back, uh, the dermatologist was the same dermatologist, and he suggested, you know, the light box, you know, uh, but I was an athlete. Like, I was, um, you know, I just made the basketball team in middle school, and I'm like, you know, he's telling me that it would be time-consuming, and, you know, this was over 20 years ago, so the symptoms, you know, the side effects were different. You know, it, it would have altered my skin in ways that I wasn't really interested in, and so I was like, "Well, I, I really don't think that I'm going to do it." And I remember him kind of basically pressuring me to to do it, like, "You need to do this." And I'm like, "Well, other than you know my skin, like, is it going to affect my health?" And he's like, "Oh, well, no, it's just cosmetic," which was a lie at the time, but I don't think he knew that. Um, And, you know, my mom was like, you know, she said she didn't want to do it, you know, and I was like, listen, I'll make the appointment. And I remember making the appointment and getting on the train and I was just like, I really don't want to do this. I just don't. And I just, I just called my mom and said, mom, I'm not going to go. And she was like, all right, that's fine. And I just, you know, I never went back. Um, so that was, yeah, that was like 20, 22 years ago. Um, and you know, from there, it was just you know hmm from there, it was a lot of getting to know myself um right. and you know before I got diagnosed, we lived in you know a predominantly white town, um and so I got bullied a lot for my dark skin, for my hair, for my lips. And so when vitiligo came, you know, it was one of those things where I'm just like, well, I mean, I've been bullied so far, Uh, you know, my parents are fine with it, my family are fine with it, my immediate friends are fine with it, so I guess I'll just try to be fine with it, Um, which is what I did for a long time, um, for years actually. and. I was able to do that because I had very supportive friends, very supportive family. I had a had a best friend in high school who literally would want to fight people for staring at me and just, you know, it, it really took a long time for me to view myself as attractive. Like literally, as as much as everybody, you know, my friends will tell you that I'm a little conceited at times, and I'm like, I don't think it's being conceited, I just think that I'm aware of my fineness. So there's a difference, right? right. you know, and, you know, it, it took a long time for me to feel the way my friends were, were telling me, you know, and, you know, in, in my studies, I've, I've realized that a lot of that was social anxiety. A lot of that was very valid dealing with LIGO. It's, it's definitely not uncommon. Um, but I didn't have those, resources I didn't have those people to talk to I didn't have any of that so I just kind of had to figure it out and it, it did take me legitimately took me 20 full years to figure it out
0: right <laughs> you know
1: but you know you, you go through your you know your motions and so you know I had great friends I you know my Christopher Brookings story that I love to tell and he was like you know what Sharon you're gonna grow up and you're gonna and she's gonna be beautiful and she's not gonna pay you guys any mind and I was like you know what He's right. I am going to one day realize that I'm beautiful and I'm going to be all right. I mean, I feel like it, but I'm going to, I'm going to get there one day. Um, So, you know, I played sports and that was my jam because I was good. So that was my way of kind of coping. I didn't have to cope with a lot of things because I had basketball to, to, you know, kind of back me up. I remember very clearly, the guy ended up being my boyfriend, which is the funniest part. Okay. (laughs) I was, um, I was a teenager and I was hanging out by my best friend's house and it was this boy who would always call me like cowhide, and always like, he would always like rip on me and I never understood. And I realized it's because he's used to people giving him the response and I used to never right. give him the response. So he like developed like a distaste for me. Cause he's like, who is this person that I cannot shake? And then, you know, he used to always try to make fun of me. And then one day we went to the basketball court and I killed him. Like I <laughs> killed him. And he was just like, you're really dope. You know that I said, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of noticing that. And like, eventually we started dating. It was so funny to me, but it was right. like, you know, it really did take a lot of, you know, I had, I had to learn how to, how to clap back i had to learn how to you know crack back i had to learn how to be like all right well i understand that this person has things going on with them that have nothing to do with me so
0: right absolutely
1: you know y'all can you know i've heard it before the panda that i've heard it it's fine y'all (laughs) y'all you know y'all got it um and so it also uh it it didn't you know i'm i'm five nine i'm I'm not skinny that didn't hurt either people didn't want the problems either so but, yeah, so from there, um, you know, just kind of lived life, um, you know, had my son and stuff. And it's so funny. I have my son. Um, my son just turned 13 yesterday. Oh.
0: And <laughs> happy birthday. <laughs> happy
1: birthday to my, my little man now. Um, and, yeah, I remember, um, you know, that's I want to say that's when my acceptance journey started. Right. Um when I got pregnant, um you know, I was very emotional and about my son having vitiligo. And you know, my son's dad, we're not together, um but he is one of the best co-parents I could have asked for. Um and at the time, we you know, I was all emotional. I'm, like, huge. And I'm in in the bathroom crying. He's like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, what if Ladanian has lie? Go. What am I going to do? And he's like, he's going to be fine and beautiful, just like his mom. What are you talking about? And I'm like, but they're going to make fun of him. They're going to do this. And then he's like, and he's going to be okay because he has you. And I'm like, but but but, and he's like, you can't protect right, him, right. you know. If it happens, it happens. You just have to, you know, we just have to prepare him. And I'm like, okay. And so, you know, when he was, you know, sm- younger, it wasn't wasn't it? It wasn't an issue until I noticed at school things like he, him being a little disgruntled about things. Right. And this was he had to be about about seven, and I was like, so wh- what's going on? And he's like, well. Um and, and he he wouldn't talk about it. I said, "So do your do the kids at school ask you about my skin?" And at first, he was kind of like, "Well." And I said, like, and I had to tell him. I said, Ladanian, I'm fine. I've heard a lot of things. I am very healed. Nothing can hurt my feelings. You're not going to hurt my feelings. And he said, he's like, well, mom, it makes me upset because they asked me if you were burned, and they asked me what's wrong with <laughs> you, and nothing, you know, and you're not burned, and it makes me mad. And I said, right. you know, and I said, okay, well, they're asked, they're saying that because. They don't understand it. Right. And they people that are burned have, you know, when they get burned, they they end up with light spots on their skin as well. So that's right. where their minds went. I said, oh, and it's probably something their parents told them because they don't understand either. I said, like, but don't get upset. And I explained to him, what you know, what vitiligo was, you know, and I actually, I went up to his school and, you know, talked to his friends and stuff. And everybody, you know, is, oh, hi, Ladanian's mom. Like, everything was, you know, better, you know. Right and um and i remember like we went out to uh i took him out to eat and when we were talking about it and when i explained to him what vitiligo is you know he's like well i'm still going to tell them that there's nothing wrong with you and you're beautiful so and i was right. just like yeah. and i'm a cry baby so i'm behind my menu like <laughs> like it's <laughs> just a big cry baby and you know and like really helping him be comfortable because we had to have that talk right. like so there is a chance that you might give vitiligo and i want you to know that it's okay to not like it it's okay to not like the way you look it's okay to have any of the feelings you have about vitiligo you know but just know that you are not your vitiligo just like I am not my vitiligo I am a right, bunch absolutely. of different things you know I'm you know I'm a basketball player I'm a cook I'm an advocate I'm a you know disabilities rights advocate I'm a public speaker I do all these right. things I'm just not this one thing right. um, and neither and you won't be either and so you know I remember he actually came with me to a vit friends meeting um, and he stood up and he said my name is Ladanian Payne and I am a vitiligo advocate and supporter and I started crying again (laughs) you know and so whenever i do outreach stuff whenever i do he's front and center right next to me he 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 knows my spiel better than i do at this point like he'll get the poster out and 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 do everything and so you know he really really kind of got me over that final hump of not feeling comfortable in my skin right right so when i turned 30 um, it was a little bit before my 30th birthday. I'm sitting in the car, and I had a big vitiligo butterfly that had since repigmented. I, I looked kind of like I look now. And I noticed that I was starting to get the butterfly back a little bit. Right. And I'm looking at it, and I'm just kind of like, oh, my spots are spreading. And then I'm like, wait, my spots are spreading, and I'm not stressed out. And I don't care. What's right. happening? What is this feeling? And I'm like, is this Is this self expression acceptance is this unconditional love of self this is awesome right like, right it was so freeing and it was like you know and it was it was a journey because i used to be you know i used to hide my hands in my pocket look the other way when somebody was staring too yeah. and then i found myself engaging smiling seeing a kid staring at me and go hey you want to talk you want to talk about it <laughs> right, right right i got wristbands <laughs> you want to talk about it like that's my jam now and right. it was just you know and so once I got to that spot, like literally I was like, all right, I got to share this with other people because I know right. that there, you know, I thought I was alone for so long. I thought I was so alone. And then, you know, and, and it was, you know, there's a, a man named Jason Antoine who has vitiligo um, that lives in Boston as well. And I would see him all the time. Cause you know, we both into this, this community right. sports and I just would avoid him like the plague because I was not, Ready, And I was always so envious of him because he was just, you know, his his vitiligo was, you know, more severe than mine, but he was always just out, just himself. He wasn't worried about anything. You can tell that he was not faking the funk at all. And I was so... I was, I was everything. I was jealous. I was apprehensive. And I just, you know, I met uh Miss Miss Barbara Hamilton. I met her when I was a teenager. She'd given me cards for Fit Friends before. And I just was not ready. You know, it just, I just wasn't, you know. And so it felt really good to finally get to a space where I was ready to interact with people that looked like me, right. you know, and it was great like my first world of the LIGO day conference was mind blowing. I cried like the whole day. It was just beautiful. Like, you know, well, so well, I'm jealous.
0: <laughs> I'm jealous because uh, COVID took took mine away. I was like, all set. Yeah. I'm going to my first one. No, nope. man. And then I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna go this year. No, nope. no. Nope. <laughs> so I, next year I'm going, uh, even if we don't have it, I'm still, I'm just going to go. I'll just sit, and uh, sit in front of the convention doors or whatever. And just sit <laughs> there, here. you know, I mean, it, it, it I was all set but it is something you said and i wrote a couple of things down faking the funk and, yeah. and for the hip-hop people out there main source made a song called faking the Funk." yeah i i it's on my rotation but we do that we pretend we are okay we pretend everything's good and we're not not at all and and i i did that and you talk about years same thing like 20 years and i'm pretending i'm good you know I'm in a fraternity. I will go around my frat brothers. I'm pretending I'm good. And after a while, I wasn't because I stopped coming around. I stopped doing stuff with them. You know, I'll go homecoming for like five minutes and I'm gone. They were like, y'all seen Braxton? Nah, he's gone. I'm back in the house, you know, hiding. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I-, I can't keep doing that. And it, it, it took me a long time to really just say, I love me. And you put, I'm, you're not your vitiligo. And I had to accept that too, that I'm not my vitiligo, but I have vitiligo. So, hmm, vitiligo has got to start living with me. So all the things that I want to do in life, vitiligo has to do with me. Yes. And, And that's where I'm at too, that, that breakthrough that we call it, you know, that you mentioned. And I feel like it takes some of us a long time to get there, you know, and I get it, you know, it, it's a hard journey. You know, because so much of our identity is in our skin and what we look like, you know, whether we're dark, whether we're light or whatever. You know, it's we look in the mirror, you know, you know how we do. We we prepping ourselves and that doing our hair. That mirror is and tough put, when you have that lotion logo. on. You know what? Let me let me say this. You know, some people um assume my journey wasn't rough because, oh, he's a light skinned dude and all. I felt just like you said, ugly. I felt ugly. I looked in the mirror because before I started growing my facial hair a lot, it was around my mouth. And you know, at first I'm in the corner trying to wash this little white spot off my, my mouth. Like, what is that? Two-faced, you know. I'm like, wait a minute. That's that Vitiligo. It's all it's on my hands, but it just started on my face, but it's it stayed in one spot just right around my mouth. But when you look at yourself and look at your skin, you know. Especially, I feel like if you were not born with it and you catch it, not catch it, but you develop vitiligo later in life, it really makes you so self-conscious and insecure. And that's what was happening to me. And I was married um, at the time and um, my ex did the worst thing she could have done. She told me to look in the mirror, work on your self-esteem, look in the mirror. You don't see what I see. And I'm going, no, I don't see what you see because you're not seeing what I'm seeing. You know, it it did more damage than anything. And and, and we've talked about it recently, but I just felt like she didn't understand what was happening with me. And a lot of people didn't. No, close friends, they didn't understand what I was going through. And, you know, and I think a lot of our members go through that same thing, you know, where people don't quite understand. And I wish I would have found a group a long time ago. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, I, I feel like I wasted a lot of years hiding. And I'm going, so this is what it feels like to be free, where I can talk to people and just walk around like tomorrow. It's, it's going to be hot here. i will mm. wear shorts to work. I don't okay. care. I'm wearing my shorts. It's going to be 90 degrees, <laughs> you know?
1: But it's funny you say that, like, you feel like you were hiding. I feel like I was hiding in plain sight Right. where I could literally, and, and that's the thing, my friends are like, you really felt a way about your skin. We could not tell, you know, I had one of my closest friends in the world. Like I had a whole breakdown. He's like, you really like all through middle school, like you were struggling with this. We really could not tell. And I said, you know, it's because, you know, I discovered that everybody copes in a different way right. and my coping mechanism just happened to be avoidance. I didn't talk about it. So nobody else talked about it. Right. Anybody Absolutely. made fun of me. I got response for that. You know, I yep. got, I got smoke for that, <laughs> you know, but when it came to people wanting to have those conversations and help me process, I'm like, ah, no, right. no I'm
0: right. good.
1: I'm good. Don't you see me? I'm good.
0: <laughs> you know, what I find interesting, you know, I, I, I had an attitude and I didn't know what the attitude was coming from. But when I go back and look at it, I'm like, I was struggling with my vitiligo. And so what it did, anytime somebody says something that remotely offended me, like you said, you got that clap back, you got something smart to say, attitude, and they couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. And I was going, dang, I do have an attitude, you know? um, I used to wear one of my favorite sweaters, they're long. And uh, I was dating a young lady and um, (laughs) she was like, why do you keep wearing those Mr. Rogers sweaters? Dang. Yeah, you know, I, 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 I got mad. I mean, yeah. Well, they, they were I, I, I will still rock my sweaters, but I can take the cuff and pull them over my hands and hide my hands. She didn't understand that. And I tried to explain it to her. And I said, look, I wear it for a reason. I said, because of my vitiligo and I'm hiding it. And she was like, well, that doesn't make sense. I don't know why you would hide your skin. And I'm sitting there going, you offended me because you, you you talk about my Mr. Rogers sweaters and I'm going to wear my sweaters whenever <laughs> I feel like it, you know? Right. But but I realized that caused a lot of rift because I wasn't there yet. I I, I still had that, that insecurity and I had that low self-esteem and all that stuff. And that was like 2017, 2018, and then 2019 she was like, I'm done. Bounce. You know, I want a man that's more secure and all this stuff. And for me, It was a wake-up call because i'm like dang she just bounced and i was like what do i do right i got my stuff together i was like okay i'm going to the beach pool all this
1: i'm out here (laughs)
0: yeah yeah
1: you know that's that's what the kids like to call toxic positivity where they just, you know, people think they can just you're great, you're, you're great you out of your bad right. mood it's like, listen, right. if it, believe me, if you can convince somebody with vitiligo that they're beautiful just from telling them, then I promise you every person in this world would be fine <laughs> because every person in this world with vitiligo has been told that right. they are beautiful or they're still beautiful, my favorite right. non-compliment, you know or, you know, you're fine even though you have vitiligo right,
0: right. we've
1: all, you know, and it's like I understand, you know, and I had to explain that to, you know, some of my friends, like, when I was younger, like, I understand that you guys see your friend, you guys see this person, you know, but you don't understand when you literally look Different from everyone, not a a slight difference in skin tone or hair or no, we have something that we know people are going to look at. (laughs) We have to prepare ourselves to be stared at and not have these thoughts like they are staring at me because I am ugly, because I am strange, because it took a long time for me to battle those type of thoughts, you know. So yeah. if you're listening to this, know that those thoughts are normal, like they're normal. Yeah, you know? they
0: are. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and you might feel good tomorrow, and then the next day feels, uh, you know, we go through those different levels and different emotions and feelings. Um, I had, I had a coworker tell me one day, and she's known me for a while. She was an older lady, and she was just like, you know, Mark, I never noticed your vitiligo.
1: Oh, I heard I like, that. I don't even really, see really? it anymore. Yeah,
0: I said, really? I'm invisible now, huh? I said, so, so that means you don't see me. No, 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 not like that. I said, no. I said, you may not acknowledge my vitiligo. You accept me for who I am. I said, but you see it because as we're talking right now, you're looking right at it, you know, like, don't, don't tell me you don't see it. So, you know, it's one of those things you talk to people, you laugh with people. Um, Now, vitiligo is not always a bad situation. Um, Let's talk about some funny or crazy moments with it um and, and i can go i i've had two one i was in Winston-Salem, north carolina and visited some friends and i was like all right let me go to the dollar tree and they'll pick some little snacks so i get to the counter and this lady at the counter she grabs my hand she's rubbing my hands and she's crying and i'm thinking what is wrong with this lady and let my hand go you know i mean i don't mind the attention but I don't know what's up, but she just, like, she was in tears, and she's like, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. Um, You remind me of my dad. He had vitiligo and blah, 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 and I'm thinking, yeah, but you don't just grab somebody's hand and start rubbing on their hands. That's that's kind of, you know, that's it's a bit much. Crazy. <laughs> right. Yeah, but but I, I get it, and I'm thinking, you know, there are some people that really understand what we're going through, and they, they try to, you know, support us any way they can. Then I go to Barnes and Nobles. This is here in Raleigh and, you know, buy my books about to check out. And the lady kept looking at me kind of funny. She was young. And I'm like, what is wrong with this woman? Like, she just had this look like, I'm like, okay, this this is not going to be a good situation. And so she rings me up and then she goes, I like your skin it's like okay uh, okay and that's that was my response okay thank you you know she's like no i really like your skin i think it's so cool and i'm thinking okay i didn't come here for a date i didn't come in here to get picked up just give me my change give me my book <laughs> let me go i mean but when i walked out though it made me feel good it was odd it was awkward at the moment but when i left i'm like wow, huh, somebody really digs my skin I'm like, but I'm not going to go back and then get a number. I'm good. But, you know, it just made me feel really good, you know, leaving out. So there's those moments that vitiligo is not all bad, right? you know, and there's situations you can laugh about and talk about. Uh, What are some of yours, you know, those funny moments?
1: So my my current favorite moment, uh, I have a friend. Her name is Savannah. Um, I think she's Six, she might kill me if I get this wrong. I think she's six. Um, mm-hmm. and so um her mom, uh Carisha helps me out with you know, Liddy Lago sometimes. So one day we were over there, we're packing some stuff up, and I had some Barbies. And so she brings it to me, she's like, Miss Sharon. I'm like, What's up? She goes, Why does your hair look like this? I said, mm-hmm. Uh, what do you mean? And she was like, Your hair doesn't look like this. On the doll, so why why doesn't it match? I said, "Oh, that's not me." She goes, "No, this is you." I see the vitiligo. <laughs> this right, is you, right. and I'm like, "I'm like Savannah, this isn't me." And she gets pissed. She's like, "This is you," and I'm right. like, "You want a Barbie?" I'm like, I had to like distract her. I'm like, "Oh, oh my goodness!" And yep. I was like, "Oh," but then it felt good. I was just like, "That was right. so cute." Right. Like it was just like this kind of cute, you know. Um. And then there was another my friend issada she is uh I think she, I think she is Savannah's age or she's a little older um and the first time she met me, we were all on vacation like we went to um St Martin for a wedding, and you know I'm standing there kind of similar like the lady i'm I'm you know standing there she looks at me she looks me up and down and then she comes over to me she grabs my hand and she goes, "Are you all right?" And, you know she's <laughs> so concerned you okay? And I said, oh, no, I'm fine. I said, I have vitiligo. So my skin gets these clouds that are white because they don't have any more melanin in them, you know. And, you know, I'm explaining it to her like I'm coming down. She's like really like soaking it all in. And so whenever she sees anything with Vitiligo or anything, her mom sends me a message. Asada wants you to know that she met someone with Vitiligo today. Then she got, you know, she got us a Barbie, like, for the fundraiser. She got a Barbie. She made a video with the Barbie. Like, she is, like, a real live, like, advocate. She is here for people with Vitiligo to protect us. Like, I really do, like, as you can see, my favorite stories are are kids. Kids. Trust me, I have them. They are the best. I got one more. So, <laughs> so we was on the train. I was on the train. No, I was on the train. I was on the train, and I had you know, and I'm you know I'm standing up, and there's a kid sitting down with his mom. Um, he's just you know kind of giving me the side eye looking, and, and you know her mom's right. kind of like looking, but you know kind of like smiling at me, making like the sorry face. Right. Um, and so somebody gets up, and so I you know I sit next to him, and so he was one of the kids that I was like, "Sup?" <laughs> you know, he's like, "Hey," I said, "You have a question, don't you?" He goes. I do. I have some. Mm-hmm. I said, OK, hit me. He's like, all right, what's going on here? Like, he basically was like, what's that? <laughs> I was like, all right, right, well, this is vitiligo. And you know, and I, and I explained to him, like, over oh, 77 million people have right. it. It's not contagious. You know, we had a whole thing. He's like, oh, that's really cool. He's like, you know what? Now, when I see somebody, I'll know they have vitiligo. I was like, and I got a wristband for you. He's like, really? Like, he
0: was like, really? right. really? He got something, yeah.
1: <laughs> and I, you know, so I gave him the wristband. And a couple weeks later, I said – and I said, I was like, you know what? Now you are a Vitiligo right. supporter. You are part of an exclusive club of people that support people with Vitiligo. And he's like, all right. And I saw him one day, and he was just like, look, look. Like, put up his said, look, 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 look. And I had on mine, <laughs> yeah. and I, we were like – and it was just like – it was just the perfect moment because yeah. – it really let me know that that wasn't just for it wasn't for not like it this was someone's who's who I affected who will now know what vitiligo is right and when he encounters it, maybe he'll defend somebody who has vitiligo, you know maybe Absolutely. he'll end up you know befriending somebody who didn't even know that this was the friend that they needed, you know, so i really I really do love the kids they're so yeah,
0: awesome. yeah, kids are great um uh, you know I work in an elementary school, so mm. um I've had a couple of different stories with kids like um one kid he he was already a unique child in his the way he thought and saw the world so he always carried his giant spy kids it was back when spy kids was out so he had a giant spy kids watch so he would always check it and look at it he came up to my desk one day and he was like sneaking like like why is this kid sneaking up to my desk i'm like okay what is he up to he goes you know mr braxton I wanted to tell you something i said like, you oh, go ahead tell me he's like did you know that you're black and white <laughs> I was like <laughs> I, I i know he and once i told him once i acknowledged i was like yeah i know he said cool we're gonna save the world i was like okay Go back to your desk, but yeah, sure, oh, let's go save the world. But that was his heart. mindset. He was he was my my spy dude, you know, in the class, and just that that kid that was out there, and I connected with him because I understood, you know. Um, then I had a couple of kids, you know, they always ask me about our skin. Um, Mister Braxton, what happened to your skin? Oh, my skin is still there. I always pull my skin to show them that the skin is still there. I say I have lost the color in my skin. You know, it's like somebody took a giant eraser and erased my skin. You gotta be careful. Erase the color of my skin. You gotta be careful what you say to kids.
1: Oh my goodness!
0: Kid is over there with an eraser. I'm like, what are you doing? He said, I'm trying to get vitiligo. Stop it! No, it doesn't work that way. I said, okay. Can't I? I can't just, you know, with kids, you gotta be careful what you say. That's
1: hilarious.
0: And I've told kids that I'm camouflage. That was the best one. Um. They said, What do you mean? And I stood between the black child and the white child. I said, I blended with everybody. I'm camouflaging. He was like, Oh, that's pretty neat. That's so cool. Then he said, Well, well what's going on with your hands? <laughs> I said, <laughs> So I put my hands together. I said, If you look carefully, I said, It's a map to bury treasure.
1: You said, are what? so oh, I'm, I'm stealing I'm, these. Look,
0: look. I have fun with the kids. And then I have a comic book club at the school. So I'm the big school geek. I get everybody wearing the superhero shirts. And they got to show me, hey, look, I'm wearing this. i like, I saw that. That's it. right. So we were in a, a computer lab. And, and the kids are playing their little games. What was it? Um, Minecraft or something. So one little girl said, Mr. Braxton, can I ask you a question? I said, yeah. She said, do you have superpowers? I said, yes and no. She said, I wonder because your hands look like you just shot, shot lasers out of them. I was like, okay.
1: These kids so creative.
0: They, they are creative, but I'm like, no, I didn't shoot lasers, but yeah, I got superpowers. Oh, so yeah, why not? So I did a presentation. This is the last one. I did presentations for like our second grade and fifth graders. So the fifth graders had a lot of questions. Second graders were just like, in awe but fifth graders had all these deep questions and one kid said so mr braxton um can i get vitiligo too if i touch you i said how many years have you known me for quite some time i said i've given you a high five every day you walked off that bus have you turned white yet he was like no i said okay that answers your question i said guys i can't because I'm high-fiving everybody as I'm talking. I'm walking through. I'm like, nobody, you don't get vitiligo like that. If that was the case, all of you would be white. Everybody. Yeah, I'm like, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> so, since we're talking about some geeky stuff, let's talk vitiligo in movies, TV, cartoons, comic books, representation. Um, I know you like anime and cosplay and all that good stuff. And for our listeners, yes, I'm a geek. I love G.I. Joe Transformers, all the classic 80s cartoons, Robotech, <laughs> some of the anime, all that stuff. Um, you know, I, I say, although I have been a LIGO, I still have me. And there are things that I like. Right. Um, I'm a big Marvel Universe fan. of um, DC, yeah, for my DC fans out Everybody's there. Yeah. Still- <laughs> yeah, you got some most people
1: most people in team marvel most people yeah in team marvel. yeah
0: marvel's killing it i got my new captain america you know dc they
1: okay. did it to themselves with that horrible hulk movie that's where they started this bs okay who dc yeah that's the um no no not the not the hulk movie Ooh, that's yeah, i
0: was gonna say that's marvel no <laughs>
1: dc made they made a movie that was so bad that Oh, you know what it was? The first Hulk movie was so bad that I thought it was a DC movie.
0: No, that that was that was Marvel before it was the MCU. That yeah, was somebody that, else doing Marvel. That's,
1: that's yeah. how bad that first yeah, that, that Hulk was. was I thought it was yeah, a yeah. DC movie, but no, DC came out with I for, I can't remember the movie, but it was just. I can but, tell you. I mean, and and you it was
0: you, Green Lantern, and it was horrible.
1: It was so <laughs> bad. Okay, I was like, what right. movie was it? I was just like, this is not this is not good. I'm not, you know, but they're, but they're, but they're uh, cartoons though.
0: The cartoons are great.
1: I will take a DC cartoon over a Marvel cartoon. So let me
0: say this to our listeners. We're talking geeky stuff because we are more than just vitiligo. So, you know, we're going to have this conversation. All right. So when I look at movies, most times we don't see people with vitiligo in movies, you know, Um, when I saw Deadpool 2, and they showed Domino. I was excited. I was like, Vitiligo, boom, right there. They didn't have to say it. They didn't have to explain her right. her patch. Right. Immediately, I saw it. It was done great. And it looked, it, it looked genuine. It looked it, it amazing. Was, yeah. People were asking
1: yeah. me if Zazzy Beats really had Vitiligo in real life. That's how good right, it was. Right,
0: right. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like we finally got some type of representation of someone with Vitiligo in the movie. It was Deadpool 2. Which hopefully she'll be in Deb Who three and all that good stuff, um great character didn't make her a bad guy. Did you see Cutthroat City? How
1: she much time did. you got? Yeah, I seen it <laughs> uh,
0: okay for for our listeners, it's a movie It's probably on like Netflix or somewhere it now, is. and I love the Riza. I love Wu Tang. <laughs> RZA, I think he co-produced it and all that good stuff.
1: He produced it, yep.
0: Produced it. The movie was going on. I'm like, all right, this is decent about New Orleans and all that stuff. I was into it and got to TI. I'm going to let you speak on that part.
1: Man, when I, okay, (laughs) let's set the scene, okay? I literally had two weeks of going off about this. Solid weeks. I was so upset. Wow. So I remember years ago, because this this used to be, it was a YouTube movie first. Right. And I remember when the first scenes came out and people were sending them to me, like, what is going on with T.I.? What does T.I. have going on with him? I said, I don't know. Leave me alone. Okay. Right, no, right. Listen, hopefully it just tibti sometimes. That's what I call it. <laughs> so when Cutthroat City came out, I, I remember I woke up to all these messages. Sharon, have you seen this? Have you seen this? I'm pissed off. I'm like, what are y'all talking about? And I seen it and I was like, All right. I was immediately upset, but I said, you know what, Sharon, I've learned my lesson because I was immediately immediately upset at Michael Jackson for that Oprah interview because, Mm. you know, when I was younger, I felt like he didn't defend himself. I felt like he let, you know, he basically wanted pity, you know. But as an adult, I realized like, no, Oprah was wrong for how she came at him. You know, she was wrong. I had to realize that. So I said, you know what, I've been wrong before. Let me give it a chance. In the very first scene that we see Ti, they forgot to blend the makeup. Did right, you notice that? right.
0: Yeah, it was horrible. It, it looked was like they just they just awful. put it up there and. It was was the worst makeup I've ever seen. It it was the worst
1: makeup ever. The (laughs) the progression of it, it wasn't the same patterns. It wasn't in the same place. And then, and that's not even what made me mad. Like, okay, Rizzy, you had.
0: Maybe, hold on real quick. mm. Maybe he had something unique called roaming vitiligo. So every time you saw him in a scene, it was different. It was moving. But we'll we'll, we'll chalk it up. We'll we'll call it roaming.
1: Because I love Rizzy, we'll call it roaming (laughs) vitiligo. Okay. And I just, I really got upset, not because, you know, I I understand you're trying to bring awareness, vitiligo. Let's be honest. People are fetishizing vitiligo. So I get it, you know. But at the end of the day, you did nothing for awareness. You did nothing for outreach. There were so many moments in that movie where they could have put in something. For, I, 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 so they could have either they could have given one of the characters who wasn't a main character but a sub character that had that little flashback about their life. They could right. have had that character have it, you know, right. have it be about Vitiligo. When you know, there's a point where we're looking at Ti's um his rap sheet and the thing under identifying marks. You could have simply put Vitiligo. You didn't even have to say it right. out loud. There, there was just so many different ways that they could have done this right but unlike you know deadpool 2 where you didn't have to explain it because they did it so well right because it was it fit the role it fit the character right you know and it it was something that you know it was it made me feel good it made me want to dress up for halloween i love seeing the little girls dressed up as Halloween. i don't want to see people dress up as tf halloween he looked crazy
0: there was no care (laughs) he he looked crazy and he acted crazy you know it I guess what really bothered me with it was that they took somebody with vitiligo, and immediately he was the bad guy.
1: That, too. They always villainize disabilities, what's, right. what's not – You know what's different, and then they want to – oh, well, they had a hard life because they have the, – so now you're making it seem like having vitiligo can also be a reason why you –
0: Decide do, to be a criminal. Crime, yeah. like, are you, <laughs> right? This is what we're doing here, like,
1: you know. Yeah. But Hollywood has always done that. Look at the right. Joker. Look at, uh, right. remember, um, what was that character? Uh, remember Freakazoid? He wasn't a villain. Yeah,
0: yeah you know, right. right? He was just. Different. It was just,
1: you know, <laughs> it was just kind of like this is this is really this is what we're doing with right. when it comes to disability. This is how we represent mental health. This is what we do. Right. right. It's 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 tiring. It, it, is it is tiring. It
0: is. Um now there is a comic book that's coming out. Um, and I posted it on Vit Friends. Um, there's a Kickstarter for it. It is Infernal Girl Red. Oh, I did see yeah. that. she yeah. looks dope. I hope I hope it comes out in the comic, and I will probably read a couple of episodes, you know, episode, a couple of issues. Um because I feel like this artist, um, Erica. Do hopefully, so. Hopefully, I'm saying her name right. It's great that she's even considering a character, a lead character with vitiligo. Yes. You know, I think that's very it's important. important. Very yeah. important. And, and, and it'll be nice to see, you know, as we're talking about um, cartoons and comic books and TV, a, a mainstream character that has vitiligo. Why not? You know? Right. Because uh, we don't see a lot of it. You know, everybody has to be this perfect image of what. We think a leader or somebody no, right. It's okay if a right. character has Vitiligo.
1: Right.
0: Um, I am glad that Mattel did the Barbie doll. Yes. But I also feel like in the action figure line, that out there, we need some G.I. Joe with with Vitiligo, something, you know. Something. Why not?
1: Because it's so easy for me to put together these packages for my girls. There's so much stuff for the girls because, you know, the media, you know, they they play to women and their image and beauty. So all of this stuff is geared to the girls. But when I'm making my packages up for boys, I'm like, what do I got here? What? I can give you a book. That's what I can give boys. And it's like, I wish that I had you know, something else that I can give right, the boy? Right. Yes, And yes, no, this whole thing, oh, boys don't play with dolls. Listen, action figures are dolls, okay? None and boys that. do play with them. The
0: action figures are not dolls. 12-inch <laughs> action figures with removable poles are dolls, but the 6-inch or 4-inch action figures are action figures.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, right, it, right. it would be great to... Be able to have, you know, here's this, you know, action figure with Vitaligo. Right, here's, like you said, here's this G.I. Joe. Here's this, yeah. you know, whatever the kids are into. I don't know. You know, with Vitaligo. Well,
0: Fortnite had one figure come out um, early on in their little three and three quarter, four inch action figures. It was a black um, character. And he had this pattern on him. I wish I had an image to show you. And my first instinct said vitiligo but when you look at the character in the um storyline of the game, it's just camouflage. But when I saw it, I'm like, it's Vidaligo. But you know, I, I just, I just wish we could really make it more mainstream. Where, like you said, our boys have something to have, you know, something right. they can collect or whatever. Um, and it, it's kind of interesting. I was talking to a coworker, and she said, "Well." When she asked the question, Most she said, do most people that have vitiligo, are they women, you know? And I said, "No, it's equal, it, you know, men and women. I said, you'll see more women. Like, if you go to our groups, you know, and you look, you do see more women. Definitely. But there are just as many men with vitiligo. And I think part of that difference is that as a man, you kind of go, I'm good. I'm good, you know. I don't you, need to no I, support I gotta group. Be, right, I got to. Yeah, be good. you know, we got to put our deep voice on and and. <laughs> I'm good. Nah, I'm, I'm chill. I don't need no support group, man. That's that's you know that's for suckers. You know, no, it, it's not. You know, like we all need support. We all need help, and um, and and the help is not always. Oh, let me give you something. It it could be as easy as hey, let's talk. Right. What's your story? You know. And one thing I I wish we could put together uh, a big forum to bring more men together and talk about anything, everything. Yes, you know we got Vidalago brothers that are boxing and MMA and in sports and all this mm-hmm. stuff. D
1: one basketball. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: but we kind of try to. We don't really address it or talk about it. We see it. But we was like, eh, you know, let the men be the men. But we need, honestly, men need support too. Our listeners, men need support too. Right. Um, I was watching a cop movie, one of those TV shows. I can't remember which one it was. And Chicago the PD. With the brother to have yes. vitiligo. Yes, yes. I, I was excited, but then I, I'm like, oh, no, no. Because if he's undercover... They're going to know exactly who he is because they're going to spot this vitiligo. And I'm sitting there going, I understand what they're trying to do, but I know if I notice somebody with vitiligo and then he changes outfits, guess what? I still see your vitiligo. Right. So I'm like, why would they send this brother undercover? They trying to kill him. You know, I'm like, it, you know, I I I understand what the producers trying to do, but I'm like, think it through writers are you sitting in that writers room really think think about it
1: and honestly there should be consultants if you want to represent something like vitiligo or you know a disability you should you have a responsibility to have a consultant okay there's a lot of things like you know, if they so say they had a consultant for them, that scene that's not something that you're thinking about because you don't live with it all the time, right, you know, you, right. you don't, you're not seeing it the way that we see it, you know. So, imagine somebody would say, Hey, that kind of don't make no sense because you know, uh, I know y'all are trying to make it cool, y'all are making right, it right, palatable, but it's like. You have we. You still have to be realistic with it. Right. You know, it. It's not realistic for people. It's not realistic to say nobody's gonna look. No, people are gonna look.
0: They're gonna look, I'm, and they're, they're gonna know. They're going
1: notice. to look. They're going to notice that
0: dude with the hair. That dude with the patch on the face. That dude, you know, they or that woman that you know they recognize right. those things. Like I was and a girl they, with they the spots. It. Yeah, I was right, a girl right. with the spots
1: for the longest time, and people and I know, like when people say yeah, I described you as, and I and I had to let people know, spots, it's okay girl. to say you describe me as a girl with spots because you were trying to describe me it's not like you're just saying you know that girl like like you didn't do none (laughs) of that like you just said the girl that has spots i am the girl that has spots like you know um but yeah i did see that i had to do my research too i had a fair i was like okay he was a former character he came back okay i dig it right right i dig that okay
0: cool. i was trying to look it up today but i couldn't remember which show couldn't remember his name i was like well i'll just bring it up Mm. um but but it's still good that we are getting some type of representation um I did a podcast early this year. I talked to a gentleman from Atlanta named uh, Joshua Leonard. Mm. And he's making a cartoon called Team Supreme. And in the cartoon is various kids with disabilities, but they're also superheroes. And he did say he's going to have a character that has vitiligo. But he said he's going to consult someone with vitiligo.
1: Yes, He said
0: each character that has a disability... He wants somebody on his team working on it that actually has that disability. And that's how So he'll be. have a better understanding and that makes sure he's being true to, you know, mm-hmm. on what the, that challenge is, you know. Because I'm like, if you're going to have somebody with vitiligo, maybe they, they might have powers of invisibility. I mean, you know, they get a little timid or afraid. Boom, invisible. You can't see me because what do we do? We, we hide, h- right? We hide. We are good at hiding. And like you said, in plain sight. Mhm exactly
1: know, like literally chameleons we can literally fit in anywhere you know absolutely. if we put our minds to it we'll find somewhere
0: <laughs> so anybody listening if you are a comic book artist or a writer and you um create a character with vitiligo that can turn invisible that was my idea so you yeah, heard it on the you heard yeah. it here first you heard it here first <laughs> You know that's right don't try to steal that <laughs> But um... I mean
1: we are starting to see like did you um um how into anime are you
0: Um, depends on what it is. Some of it, uh, like Zach on Titans, I think that's the craziest (gasps) thing on TV. (gasps) No, yes, I tried watching it, it's so good. Maybe I'll give it a second chance, but I couldn't get past the Giants. Like, I'm gonna do it over the air. Those Giants run around going, okay,
1: understand. I get you, gotta. Get that yeah. season two. Get everybody kind of has that kind of. They're like the the very first episode throws everybody off. They're like so, and I'm like, listen, just yeah. Give it a, give
0: and the it little baby t- giant, the baby baby, like it was weird. It was like yeah. okay. I mean, <laughs> they didn't put some clothes on. I mean, giant, They should have giant clothes, right?
1: They should have giant <laughs> clothes. You to give movie- it a chance. T- I, I,
0: okay, maybe I'll try season 3.
1: <laughs> oh, I love anime. I'm the way you love uh, the way you love Marvel is the way I love anime. Like I I watched an anime about cells and I was into it. Okay? Like but literally, literally told human me about cells. that one Yeah. Like it was it was so good though. Um but like so there is this um anime on Netflix called cannon Busters. And they I saw
0: some of it. I didn't yeah, watch all so, of it.
1: So they have a character with a in it. Her name is Hilda.
0: Okay, I'm gonna have to go back and finish. You gotta go, it yeah. Okay. And
1: they they did a whole thing. She took off her helmet. I don't, I don't remember. I don't think they said it, um. But, but they we did,
0: recognize it when we see we, it.
1: Yeah. yeah. But they did, you know. She did talk about. I, I, if I'm not mistaken, she did talk about kind of, you know, hiding herself because of her vitiligo, because of her skin, basically.
0: Skin, right. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um. And there's another. I mean, I've seen video game characters with it, and I feel like that I've seen it. Somewhere else, and I'm drawing the biggest blank. Um, but I, I always love when you know that I, I love that I'm seeing it more. I love that right, it's more right. in the comics, it's more people are drawing it like, right? It, it's you know, it's kind of like exposure therapy. Like, yeah. we're gonna normalize people living with vitiligo because it is normal at this point, right? All, it is over, yeah. like 2% of the population has it a, yeah. a, all over the world, it's not some small, you know. So. But but yeah, I I love all anime. I am I am definitely <laughs> I, listening. I, I, Try an old
0: school anime. I I like like the Robotech and um, the what is it um, Gundam and all the old classic Star Blazers stuff like that that came out like in the eighties. And I do watch some of the current stuff, but then some of it's so crazy like One Punch Man. I watch so oh. I'm like
1: all my favorite Somebody
0: with one punch and that's it. You know <laughs> all
1: my favorite. I listen. People don't go to anime for logic. We don't do know, that. That's I not
0: know. what
1: we're here for. <laughs> but look, look man cracked me up. That first season cracked me up. Oh, my goodness. All right, I'm going to tell you my big three. You tell me if you see uh, them.
0: A, a real quick, hold on. For our listeners, again, we are talking about anime. That's right. You're like, why are they talking about anime? Because people with vitiligo watch anime and That's animation right. and all types of stuff. So why can't we talk about it? That's what we're doing. We're making our condition we're making what we like to do it's all normal so we're having normal conversations
1: no all and right. on that token people with vitiligo cosplay as well okay we're we gonna get con- to that too okay uh but my <laughs> yeah. my my big three my big three is one piece yes i understand that it's at over 900 episodes but guess what it's worth you've it. Seen it. You've I seen love them it. All, huh? <laughs> I've seen them all multiple times because it is my wow. favorite anime in the entire world. Like I love One Piece, so One Piece is my my big one. My big two is Bleach. I don't know if you've seen Bleach, but it's good. I've seen I think,
0: bits and pieces. Yeah, I think you'd I haven't like watched it. the whole season, but I've watched bits and pieces.
1: Yeah, just don't don't watch, don't watch the last season. It just ruins everything. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Bleach. Um, and then my last one is Hunter x Hunter.
0: I, I have never watched another. it. No, I haven't seen it. I've seen oh, it on, so I think it's on Netflix right now, right?
1: Yes, yes it is. Yeah. It's on Netflix. I've I have come it across it, it but
0: I haven't watched group. it.
1: Yeah, but oh yeah, Hunter Hunter I'm, is really good.
0: I, I'm a giant robot person. You give me some big robots, I'm good. Like all it's the so, Transformers like, saying, stuff, you know.
1: Gundam um, like, and all of that. Yeah, I watch yeah.
0: all the Gundams. Even though they're yeah. all the same, but I watch them all, you know. and <laughs> That's why I, I mentioned Robotech, because Robotech was like three different series. that came over here and they tied it into one and it was one of those things where you like a character and they're gone. You know, I like this character. Gone. You know, just, it was real. Then Star Blazers was an old classic that they brought back and they had like a whole year to save the Earth. Mm. They did eventually but it was like so many episodes. So You know, just this fun stuff, you know. Um And that, that's one thing I, I think I our community needs to know and understand you are still who you are. If you like music, if you like anything, uh, movies, you like to dance, you do those things. You know, I'm a Wu-Tang Clan fan. I listen to all Wu-Tang. When I get off of here, I'm Wu-Tang. And yeah, I like what I like. And although they can't see me, I'm wearing the Spider-Man shirt. He's not my favorite. I'm a Captain America fan, both caps now. And, um, I just like the shirt because it has like this—I call it my vitiligo camouflage pattern. Mm, that's one I of my weird it. things. Now I like the like the camouflage patterns. I like, but, yeah, cosplay.
1: Yeah, that's um, funny. You see, I'm not wearing my favorite anime either. This is an Akatsuki shirt from Naruto. So uh, Naruto was like four because I'm sorry, Hunter yeah. Hunter is two. No he, Naruto was four, but yeah. yeah, this is my. I got this from Secret Santa, and it's my favorite anime T-shirt. Uh, uh,
0: let me favorite. say this: Naruto got a lot of kids in trouble at my school because they're <laughs> all running. <laughs> you no,
1: know, running with the arms
0: behind them, and I said, you know what, y'all need to stop because somebody's gonna face plant. No one really runs with the arms behind them unless you're crossing the finish line. Come on now, they, and they, you see they, all these. Big fifth graders running across the campus with the arms behind them. And I was like, oh, gosh. And I know exactly what they're doing.
1: Mind you, my brother but, is 6'2". So he was doing like, and he is, <laughs> man, Listen. I am, I can't call myself an anime fan compared to my brother. Okay? He right, right. watches everything, he reads the manga, he got the posters, right. the the pop things. The... Wow. I got a couple t-shirts, I got some wigs, some hats and stuff, but I don't <laughs> do all that. All
0: right. <laughs> so, let's talk about this before we get to the end of things. You are not just a black woman who cosplays, but a black woman with vitiligo who cosplays. Yes. Tell me about that experience. Oh, tell tell our listeners what cosplay is, because somebody's going, what is that? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: cosplay is short for costume play, uh, which means you basically dress up as your favorite characters. You know, it's not just limited to anime. A lot of people think cosplay is just for anime. Right. No, cosplay is for any character, for any genre, really, you want to do. Um, my very first cosplay was not until... T- 2018 i believe um even though i love anime i was always right. very self-conscious so i never right, dressed right. up i never you know and then also you know I was already self-conscious about myself so i didn't kind of want to put my geeky flag out there right. I, didn't, I didn't let it fly yet you know and then you know i really started getting into it and i'm just like you know what I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go to Comic Con or whatever. I forgot which one I went to. It wasn't, I think it was Anime Boston that I went to. Okay. And I, and I remember I didn't get in though. I was so mad because I didn't know any better. It was my first right. year. I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna sign it when I get there. No, mm. there was none of that. So I ended up just kind of hanging out with my friends in the general areas or whatever. Right. Um, so my first cosplay, I decided to do uh Canary from Hunter x Hunter. Okay. Uh so she is she is the most beautifully drawn black character i've ever seen she is beautiful um and she had you know and her hair is drawn in a natural style she wears a tuxedo cuz she's like a butler for a family and you know she had this this staff and these little boot heels and i said i'm doing it i don't care yes 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 so our listeners
0: i'm actually looking at a picture of the character now so i see exactly what she's talking about
1: and okay. you guys got a Google canary from Hunter X Hunter. It's called Hunter Hunter, but it's spelled Hunter X Hunter and she is the most beautiful black character i've ever seen drawn and i said i have to if i'm going to cosplay my very first cosplay is going to be her and i finally was like i'm going to do it and my friend denise um she made my staff she made my brooch that she wears and i took some pictures and i said you know what i'm going to i went in my backyard and i said i'm going to take my anime pictures and i put them online and they went kind of viral a little bit oh, and i wow. was just okay. like Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. I do like this. So, you know, and I was, you know, I was all gung ho to, to do more cosplaying and then everything happened, of course.
0: Right. Um
1: but yeah, so since then I've I've dedicated myself. I said, you know what, Sharon, we gonna cosplay. I love anime and you know, I I love I love my TikTok too. Right, um, right. And I connect with a lot of people talking about anime, just talking about different things. That's how I that's right. my icebreaker for kids, you know.
0: Right, right. So right. when
1: I have like the wig, so I have right now I have a bunch of my hero academia wigs. And I have, you know, I have the one piece hats and I have, you know, I'm gonna get the the one piece sword and all that stuff. Okay, I know that's right for <laughs> <Yeah. Gloria. laughs> And like, and yeah, like and it's just it's right. so freeing. So the only right. Two cosplay. I mean, technically, the only two cosplays I've done are um, Canary from Hunter Hunter and Luffy from um, One Piece. For his, okay. he, I did a little birthday post when I did one of his poses, and it was funny. At first, I was kind of like, uh. "I saw that. That's right." I, saw that. I was yeah. kind of like, "I was like, no, I'm going to post it because I, I'm, I am a weeb. Okay, that's right. I love right. my anime, and I'm going to proudly accept it. And you know, anime gave me you know, it was an, it was like sports kind of It gave me right. something else to kind of die, di- you know, delve my energies into, you know, you find those animes that you connect with those characters that you connect with. And you're just kind of like, I love this, you know, you got animes you can laugh to, you got animes right. you can cry to, you know, there's, you got serious ones, like technically Attack on Titan is one of the more serious ones, you know, right. right. Um, but it's, like, there, there was another one that was, like, really good, and it was super serious. I think it was uh, Sham- Samurai shampoo maybe? Samurai shampoo. I think that was like the that. one. Yeah. I loved it. That was so, it was so, like, gritty, but it was so good, right. you know? And, like, just, just, I feel like, you know, cosplaying is just, you can do whatever you want.
0: Right, and you can be whoever you want, right? You can be whoever
1: you want. Regardless. You know, so like when you, you know, oh, well, this character is going to look weird with vitiligo, blah, blah, blah. Listen, it's it's a character. It's a fictional. Somebody made right, this person right. up. You can be whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. You know, I would love to have like an anime party. Let's have a cosplay party. Like I right, would love absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yeah. Like let's uh, do it. Let's dress up. Let's let's let our our, our freaky flags fly. Like, right. <laughs> that's what makes us us like you absolutely. know. Absolutely. And with vitiligo, it is it's harder to you know be yourself. It's already hard right. enough to be yourself without it. You know, it right. took me a long time to be able to be my myself and it'd be comfortable in front of other people being myself. That's right. that's I, hard. I, but you I, can get there. I
0: did that at school. Um I actually did some cosplay. They didn't even know it. Um when Star Wars came out, um what was it? Um The Force Awakens. Mm. So when Finn without his armor he had his you know his I was like oh he's got on black pants he's got the brown you know shoes and I said I got a brown jacket like that the similar I wore that to school. Nobody knew and I'm just walking around like, yeah, Star Wars. I'm representing Finn. You know, <laughs> I, I have a, a coworker. We're pretty cool, and uh, Miss Montero. So I said to her, she's like, I like your outfit, Mr. Braxton. I said, yeah, I'm Finn today. She's like, who is Finn? I was like, oh, like Star Wars, yeah. <laughs> but but then I acquired a um, Stormtrooper Halloween costume. I don't know what a mask is. I don't, I don't even care. Anytime we have storybook day at school, I throw it on. Vitiligo goes out the door. I'm walking up and down the hall. I've got the, the, the Emperor's theme going, uh, you know, and the Imperial March. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, but the kids love it. They're like, he's a stormtrooper. And then you find that one kid with the stormtrooper outfit on, and he's looking at you like, yeah, like you my hero. Yes. You know, things like that. It it really makes you forget about, they're not thinking about my skin. They're looking right. at, mr braxton is cool you know or this person is cool and then i found out with my geeky self i've opened that door for other co-workers and i i don't know if i shared some pictures i think i shared one mm-hmm, oh, i see them. that that's miss montero <laughs> she would dress up in a heartbeat and i'm like uh-huh And i got her and another coworker to go to a, a convention comic con here and um they loved it We didn't know anything about their older, of course. And I was like, yeah, I said, this is all my geeky stuff. I love all this, you know, and I feel like as a person with vitiligo, do what you love. (coughs) Excuse me, allergies. I said, do what you love. I said, don't let vitiligo keep you from pursuing your interests, whether it's art, as you can see back here, I have some paintings writing dancing music singing don't let it stop you from doing any of that stuff because vitiligo is just vitiligo really and like, there's so much more about you so much more of you inside you know absolutely um before we wrap things up because if not we're, it's gonna be 10 30 it's gonna be 11 <laughs> o'clock oh <laughs> but no just just share some things um let you have the final word, share some things with our listeners. Anything you want can be about anime, vitiligo, it doesn't matter. Oh, wow. That's oh real quick. Real <laughs> quick. Let's back up. How did you get into TikTok? And what is that like being um, one of our community members and you all out there? Like, Hey, I'm doing my TikTok thing, you know?
1: So I, this, you know what i had to download tiktok i was kind of forced a little bit so um a couple people in the community wanted to do one of the don't rush challenges you saw the, the right, song don't right. rush that whole thing um and you know I I've, I've had a computer since i was 11 years old i literally have been strapped to a computer since and you know i love you know gadgets apps all that stuff and right, i'm like right. yeah i can you know and so they're like hey can you put this together and, and be a part of this with us and do the transitions for us. And I'm like, you know what? Sure. Let's do it. And right. so I'm like, dang, I said, I was not going to download this little kid app. I said, <laughs> right, I, wasn't right. going to, I said no more after Twitter. I said I was done. No more apps support social media. Right. I was like, fine, I'm just going to download it. And then I'm gonna go. And so, you know, I did my, you know, TikTok or whatever. Um, and then put it together and it was really, really great. And then, um, why did I get it? So I I wasn't on it for a while, and then one of my friends wanted to show me something, and they're like, "This is funny. You should look at this. Like, this is right up your alley." I said, "Bro, I don't do I don't do TikTok. I don't do TikTok. Right, right. Like, it's not for me. I'm an adult. I am a I am a sophisticated person. Like, I don't do TikTok. Right. Like, that's not me." And you know, and so I started scrolling, and I'm like, "Oh, this stuff's kind of funny." And I'm like, ah, "I'm funnier than that,
0: right? I right? Can do,
1: I can do this." this and so i started making them and i'm like okay this is kind of fun okay and then i had i did one it's funny the one that went viral had nothing to do with nothing like it had had nothing to do with anything it was a duet so basically it was somebody else's tiktok so it was just half their tiktok and half mine and it was just the bottom of my face and i'm just responding to the tiktok and you know hashtag vitiligo for the awareness that thing has over 1 million views.
0: Wow. Wow.
1: And I was like, how did this go viral? What is what is this about? I had 10,000 followers in like two days, two, three days. And wow. I'm just like, what is happening here? And I'm like, you know what? So, ever so often, I'll make a TikTok. And like, I'll, right. like, so my son is into anime. He kind of got into anime because of me. I made a TikTok about that. People were very responsive to that. And so, you know. My masterpiece is the the Parks and Rec one where we're trying to figure out who's responsible for breaking my uh my um my my adolescent self esteem. So it was like <laughs> literally I put different names over like uh, beauty standards and bullying right, and new school right. and vitiligo and so like Vitiligo's trying to take all the blame and I'm like no it wasn't you relax like right. you know that's my favorite one and I'm like you know. At first, I was kind of doing it for fun. And then I was like, well, these are, I can make really relatable content here.
0: Right, right.
1: That can, you know, I'm not just on here just making TikToks just to make TikToks. And, no, you know, no shade to people that do that. But for me, I'm kind <laughs> of, listen, I'm, I'm old, okay? <laughs> I don't got time for that. i be busy. So, you know, <laughs> right. it, it was one of those things where it's like, I'm going to use this as, you know, a, a platform to not just raise awareness but also to meet people, to right, to absolutely. you know, to really um give people a look at what it's like to live with vitiligo and to also show that no, people with vitiligo aren't just, you know, we are here. We're out here. Right. We we're going to TikTok too. We're going to cosplay. Right, we're going right. to we're going to be out here. We're going to like one of the things that I I I keep saying I'm going to do it and I never do is try out for wheel of fortune i am amazing at this game okay <laughs> like i am like it's uncanny how good i still am at this game to this day like it'll come on and i'll just be like and every time i'm with somebody i don't know they're like why aren't you why aren't you on this show why haven't you tried out right and in the back of my head i was like well because i was afraid because i have been a LIGO for a long time i really don't have a reason not to now so right right I think I'm, I'm gonna apply maybe they'll pick well, do me, it pick if they pick me, I promise I'll go. I promise I'll go.
0: And then, every, then what? What you're gonna have to do every time they ask you a question, you got to put your hands up or something. Right. <laughs> Throw your hands up to the camera, <laughs> oh,
1: man! Oh, what a great no. question. Oh, no. <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> That's what I do now. Like if I'm doing right. something like on camera, I'm always kind of like, yeah. So you know, gotta put the hands in there, do a little
0: one thing I did, and then we're gonna wrap things up. um we were having an equity team meeting at school. And I'm talking, and you know the conversation is getting deep. And I just said, so my question to you, what are you afraid of? Are you afraid of this? And I threw my hands up at the camera. And I realized, oh, I just threw all the vitiligo in everybody's face just like that. And I'm thinking, that's not what they're afraid of. Oh, are they? You know, it's just one of those things. But I'm like, ooh but one of my coworkers did say i'm glad you did that i'm like what put my hands up in the camera so you can see all my spots she said no just just the skin i was like oh but i saw spots (laughs) right it's those things we have to do or things that we do then you go oh but now i'm like oh well i just do it you know i'm wrong with it yeah but before we go words of wisdom anything you want to say then we're gonna wrap it up
1: Words of wisdom. All right,
0: good talk. Good talk. No, <laughs>
1: um, my words of wisdom are uh, kind of cliche. Uh, comparison is the thief of joy. Um, there are people that are very comfortable in their skin. There are people that aren't comfortable at all in their skin. Right. And both things are perfectly okay. You know, it. I was not always this person. You know, I I am able to you know talk about it, to reach out about it. But I was also the person who turned beet red whenever anybody looked at me. I'm also the person that right. used to shove her hands into her pockets whenever she went into a crowded space. You know, I I, I was also that person that could not find the words and 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 just couldn't really wrap my head around the fact that this might be the way that I look for the rest of my life I have been that person as well you know and it's okay to move through your journey at your pace in your way whatever way that is my my philosophy is you are not alone and you deserve the right to heal in whatever way that is that's right for you as long as you are not harming yourself or you're not doing it for other people you know, Absolutely. so, you know, my my imparting wisdom is, you know, just literally just do you do what makes right. you feel good, do what makes you feel secure if you want to, you know, if you hide your skin, but you want to get to a place where you don't then, you know, that's that's when you find us. That's when you find right. the VIT friends, you find the Liddy Ligols, you right. find the Absolutely. H-Bams, you know, when it's all at your pace. I was not ready right. for many, many years and now you cannot pull me away from this community if right. you tried. So that I think I think that's that's my wisdom. I don't want to mess it up.
0: <laughs> awesome, awesome. And <laughs> that's one thing you said and I'm going uh, to wrap it up on this point. You said you are not alone. For our listeners, you are not alone. Listen to the song that Michael Jackson wrote. You're not alone. Very, 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 very important song. I'm not gonna sing it. I want you to go listen to it. It's on YouTube somewhere. And we do not own the rights to that music. So don't no, do Sony or whoever <laughs> don't come look for us. But but seriously, just um I, I thought about that because for our, our 30-minute party, um, we did get hit with a hey, you don't own the rights to that, so some countries, it's going to be muted out. I'm like, okay.
1: Yeah.
0: The politics. I know, the politics of it all, but Sharon, thank you for coming on. I greatly appreciate it. Um, I will have this uploaded soon and people can listen to it at their own convenience and you can uh, send it out to whoever you want to. Absolutely.
1: um, Thank you for having me. This
0: was fun. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah. Well, We must chat again. I, I think I think we need to have a a, a anime geek lovers vitiligo forum yes. get together. Just, so we just can all fest. just talk and have yes. fun. Yep.
1: Yes. Cause like so honestly, let, if there's enough of us, we can we can get this going. We can do a cause for, listen, I'm all about it. Okay. Let
0: me say this. There's enough of us. We just hiding. So stop hiding. Stop, stop being invisible.
1: Hiding. Come find us.
0: <laughs> yep. Matter of <laughs> fact. I see some of you now, and I'm looking at somebody. Uh huh. I see you up there on Facebook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, let, let's do that. Let's try to put together a little group where we can all just get together and laugh and joke and talk about, you know, maybe I'll watch a few episodes of season three of uh, Attack on Titan so I can get caught up in yes. all that good stuff. Yeah. Yes. And, yes. and talk about all our geeky stuff because I'll be rocking my Captain America shirts and all my Spider Man and all that stuff. You know, okay. why not?
1: Okay. I do got me, I got a Captain America shirt.
0: I do. Which captain?
1: The most recent one. <laughs> uh,
0: look, that's Sam Wilson. I got both. I, I like both captains. I like Steve Rogers. She got the Sam Wilson. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do but it. But yeah, but Sharon, thank you for coming on. You take care and have a good evening. Yeah, and we too. will chat later. All right. All right. Bye bye.